times. Come on! Welcome to Second That with Minnesota FFA, the podcast that explores agriculture and the current happenings of our members and supporters. I'm Ben Olander, the Minnesota FFA State President. And I'm Elena Knott, the Minnesota FFA State Treasurer. And welcome to another episode of our podcast. What a good song. Celebrate good times. And, you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard right now, Ben, because it's kind of frigid in Minnesota now. Oh, yeah, it's crazy cold. And uh, I got to admit, I wish I was in the tropics right now. But, you know, when we are going to go to the tropics, National FFA Week. So we've got to get excited about that. And uh, what do you think? What do we got going on? Well, um, I was thinking that, you know, my chapter when we celebrate National FFA Week, we do some trivia, and I don't know, Ben, I'm a little competitive. I think you're a little competitive. How about we have a quick little trivia game between the two of us? I, I think that's a great idea, and uh, you know what? I'm going to ask you the first question. Sounds good. Bring it on. Okay. Are you, I don't think you're ready. I'm going I'm to beat you right now. <laughs> oh. oh. Those are fighting words right there. <laughs> uh, what does the eagle on the FFA emblem represent? Throwback to ninth grade. Let me get my handbook out. Um, I don't have it with me, but I'm going to guess. Leadership. Nope. Freedom. Freedom. Ding, ding, ding. Woo, woo, woo. Okay, I don't know. I mean, you just won that, but that's a point for you, and I still need to catch up. So <laughs> I hope you have a question for me now so I can at least get on the scoreboard because you know we all need to be winners here i can i can probably come up with a few questions for you all right boy are you ready i'm so ready right now all right what was the name of the original gold color in the official colors oh boy so if i looked at my official jacket right now it's really yellow so i'm gonna go Something that's more of an aged, like a bronze. A Would it be like bronze? Bronze. Yeah. Bronze and national blue? Yeah, kind of, you know, like a bronze yellow, you know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know, kind of that vibe right there. Almost like a gold? Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, gold. Like an old gold. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Did you did you look at my notes? Uh, no, I would never. <gasps> ben. No, I would never. You ever. are right. You are right. It <laughs> is old gold. I did not know that. I didn't either. Interesting. But I guess I figured that out. Yeah. What dang. a great what a great hint. <laughs> okay, I got another question for you. Uh, this one dates back into history too. Where did FFA start originally? I know this. It's Kansas City, Missouri, and I. Only know that off the top of my head because I'm taking a class right now, and we just had to study that. Oh, mm-hmm. you're in luck then, because I mean that is right. So I, I can't say it's wrong. So <laughs> now we're two to one. You got another question for me, so I can catch back up here. I do. All right, ready? Uh oh yeah. What is the number of words in the FFA motto? Oh boy. Let me get, let me think about this one a little bit. Hmm. Hmm. Twelve. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> the trivia handbook comes in awesome this time. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, next question for me. Oh boy, we got we're gonna we're gonna have to dig deep for this one. Oh, I don't know if you're gonna get this one. 
How many jackets are made each year for FFA? Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna say a lot. Let's say thir 30,000. Let's say if you take the current number of members in National FFA approximately, Kay. and you divide that by 10. Ben, I was not very good in math, but I will try it. Okay, ready? Is it uh, 70, 70,000? 70, 70,000? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going like, we're, we're well over 700,000, you know, National FFA, but For sure. you know, you divide that by 10. I got to go back to the gold, good old roots of math and uh, <laughs> dig deep. And uh, yeah, it was scores now 3-2. I got to oh. catch back up here. <laughs> All right. What cartoon character appeared at the 50th anniversary convention? Oh, boy. Is it like, it's a, it's a cartoon character, right? Yes. Oh, boy. So are, like, are we talking like old cartoon characters, like... These days, kind of cartoon characters, like, what are we talking about here? Definitely older. Okay, like, my kind of older, or, like, my parents' kind of older? Um, both. When I was, I saw this cartoon when I was younger, and it was blank, blank, clubhouse. Oh, like, Mickey Mouse? Mickey Mouse, hey! correct. There you go. <laughs> I did not know that. When, when did that appear? The 50th anniversary convention. That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. What a symbol. Yeah, and now we're in the 90s Yeah. currently. Yeah, we're going to be to, like, 100 here coming up. Pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, it's just under, it's under 10 years. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Long time of has been around. What a great organization. Oh, boy. All right, are you ready for another one? Oh, yeah. All right. What does the cross section of corn represent? Oh boy. Cross section of corn. Well, you know me, I let I, I, I lived on a on a crop farm, so you know, I, I know what that, that corn looks like and you know you split it in half. And, you know, it's it's quite dense. So, you know, I'm just gonna go out of the blue here. Does it like symbolize like unity because it like holds it all together? Wow. <laughs> your your logic is amazing. I am it's taking, right. I am taking a philosophy <laughs> class right now. So, I mean, that might help with my thinking. There and, you go. <laughs> you know, you never know. I always hope, but... It is unity, yeah. And the reason why is because corn is grown across the United States in every single state and Puerto Rico. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That's really cool. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't realize... I always thought, like, corn, you know, it's like in the corn belt. Like, it's always grown in the corn belt. And so, like, your Iowa and Minnesota, um, you know, your... Uh, Illinois, you know, things like that, but I I didn't know it was going all over. Mm -hmm. Wow. Pretty, pretty darn cool. That it I'd is. Say. That it is. Okay. I think this is the final question. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. This one also digs back into also American history. So, what famous song is FFA's Salute? <clears throat> well, um, let's see. I have no clue. It's got to do with stars and a banner. <laughs> the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ooh, look at that. Oh, that might have been too many hints. I might yeah. have to give you like half a point for that one, but you never know. Oh, we'll, man. we'll give you that. So, 
Oh, boy. All right. And I have one final question for you to wrap up our trivia. If you were a type of candy, what would you be and why? Oh, boy. Now, you know me. I like like my sugar. I also, you know, I like to, uh, you know, snack on some Skittles and Starburst. And, uh, you know, if I had to think about it, you know, I'd have to go with, like, a Snickers. A Snickers. Yeah, I I like you know, you know I like Snickers just because they have chocolate and they got nuts, they got caramel. I mean they got everything, and I I feel like I relate to Snickers. You know I got you know I got that like sweet outside, you know, but like I can be like to the point and on the inside, and I feel like I'm genuine, full of caramel, and nice and sugary on the inside, but that's why I think I think I I relate to Snickers the most, and you know why. I like their labels on Snickers, you know. You really? Know, get, yeah, you know they just they just relate, and that, you know you see you see someone's store and you're like, I totally can see that. Yep, they just every time I see a Snickers bar, I just relate to them. That's and, the uh, one. Yep, it's it's the one, you know. It's <laughs> it's something that I always got to go get when I'm I'm getting my my car filled up. So for sure. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, actually I forgot. I got one more question for you. Oh, and, okay. You know, it's not really a trivia question, but I do have to ask for all of our viewers. Um what is your favorite part about chickens? That's an impossible you, question. I know you like chickens. <laughs> okay. Um my favorite part about chickens. Um Honestly, I think it's being able to, like, show them and show others how to show. And I know that may sound, like, corny, but I love shows and fair time and seeing all, like, the little poultry showers coming up and with massive chickens, and they're just so, you know, three feet tall and this massive chicken in their arms. It's absolutely hilarious, and it's so awesome to see them find passion in chickens because chickens are pretty awesome. I saw saw a picture of you the other day looking so joyful when you had your picture taken in a video that actually is going to be coming out that you are going to get to see soon on Minnesota FFA social media. So be sure to tune into that because you're not going to want to miss it. And, uh, you know, it really relates to all of us. And I think it's so important to be able to, you know, relate and see, see that joy that you're able to have with, with your chickens. You know, Absolutely. just like I'm able to have my Snickers bars, you know. Exactly. They bring me joy. Precisely. And they also fill my stomach up. So yeah. I'm able to go throughout the day and do my normal things. But that's beside the point. I got to say, I think, I think we tied on that one. Uh, as much as it hurts because... You know, I, I like to win, and I, I think I think I know you like to win too. Oh, yes. But you know, maybe we'll have to have a competition sometime in the future. Intent uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> go into uh, something where we can figure out a clear winner, and then we can sounds good declare Minnesota FBA state officers who who is the real winner. Exactly. I think we should do a chicken catching competition. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. You know, I'd love to learn a little bit more about chickens, and you know. Who doesn't want to spend time with Elena Kanat? Oh I mean, my I'm, goodness. <laughs> All right. So, Ben, we've had our fair share of fun. But one of my favorite parts about FFA Week, National FFA Week, is being able to get out in your community and have some service projects. And I think it would be pretty cool to go through some of our favorite service projects that we've 
either participated in or seen. So how about you go first? What's what's a service project that you like? Awesome. Yeah, so one of the best ones that I've been able to be a part of, and it was so cool because it impacted our whole school, was being able to do a school food drive. And uh, we were able to make a competition out of this throughout the whole school where we would have each grade bring in their uh, non-perishable food items and put them in this cardboard box, and then whoever had the most items at the end of the week was declared the winner. Uh, and they got to have some bragging rights in school because that's very important. And <laughs> yep. um, it was just cool to see like the whole school rally around uh, that that different drive and uh, bring food in and then ha- help support our local uh, food shelf and bring in for items sure, for those for in sure. need. So I have to say that, you know, there's so many cool options. I'm sure you have ideas as well. Yeah. You know, I have, I have a few. Um, one of, one of them, not quite my favorite. We'll get to that. I'll save it for the, for last, but one of them is to volunteer to read a book to a class, a kindergarten class or something like that. Uh, maybe even an agriculture book to Ooh. maybe promote egg literacy. Oh, I think that's pretty cool. And that's something you could do, you know, now in our, our current restrictions, you could log on to a Zoom and read a book to a kid. That's actually, that's a really cool idea, actually. Yeah. You know, it kind of gets like that egg in the classroom feel, but it's it's virtual. I think that's what's so cool about this year. You know, you don't think of uh, a lot of opportunities that could have been in the past because of all the virtual things we've been able to have. And just having those connected, like you're, you're in one place, I could be in another place. And uh, we're able to read a book together we're able to spend time together and and do things that normally uh, we would have to drive several hours to do and i think that's so cool and you know coming back to service ideas uh one of my favorite ones is to pack meals to those uh around the world um as well as in our local communities and i think uh, organizations do a a well job a swell job excuse me uh, of putting together some uh, materials so that we're able to support those in need and it's always cool to see Members from my school uh, support this, and I, I know there's schools across uh, our great state of Minnesota that are able to do that as well. So uh, I also, that would be that'd be my second favorite is to pack meals uh, as far as the community service uh, activities go. And uh, I'm sure you, uh, you're leading, you're going the opposite direction I am. You're going from last to first, and I'm going from <laughs> first to last, but they're, you know, in all honesty, they're all great activities and mm-hmm. they impact the community in, in so many ways. So exactly. would you like to share? Yeah, for sure. So my next one is writing letters to veterans or like a nursing home. You know, I really like to write a quick little thank you. And, you know, some of those people, if, you know, in a veterans hospital or in nursing homes, some of those people don't have people to reach out to them, especially during the holidays, but even just randomly. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's cool to be thought of during the holidays, but it's really cool to be thought of just randomly mm-hmm. uh, and sending, you know, pulling out a quick piece of notebook paper even um, and writing a quick, hey, how you doing? Maybe yeah. even like a pen pal sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I mean, we have we have we do pen pals with members and those are so cool. And it's awesome to just receive. I think everybody likes to receive mail and especially mm-hmm. those who have you know, serve our country and, and served us so well in our communities and that's their job and uh, we respect them so much that we just, it's so it's so awesome that you're able to do that and, and impact them in that way. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and one of the favorite, my favorite activities, uh, the last one I'm going to talk about today is, uh, you know, ditch cleaning or roadside cleanup. And I, I think that this one really impacts our environment. Mm-hmm. It also is able to get students uh, moving 
uh, and helping the community in a different way. There's also ways where you can get out in your community, like painting rocks or oh, yeah. doing things like that. But I think, you know, ditch cleaning really uh, impacts the environment. You're able to clean up some of those roadside ditches. And it impacts so many clubs because lots of clubs, uh, we're up here at the University of Minnesota Crookston, and many of our clubs are able to help uh, the roadsides along here. Mm-hmm. So many uh, chapters across the state I know do this, and I think it's so cool to be able to do that spring and fall and have an impact uh, that may be so significant to our environment in the future. Exactly. And, you know, it's so cool. Uh, when I drive down uh, Highway 32 from north to south, I love seeing every single, almost every single town on the way down is on the roadside, you know. Um, Sneaker Falls FFA all the way down. Um, that's yeah. really cool to see. Yep, I go down uh, to uh, 59, U.S. Highway 59 here, and, you know, you go down and you hit, like, Eulen Hilderdahl. Exactly, from, yep. You know, and you get, like, Holly and Detroit Lakes, and there's so many chapters along the way that you look at the roadside stands, and they, they're represented so well through those uh those roadside cleanups so exactly exactly so my last and our last um idea for community service is one that you could do at home you can do it as a chapter it's actually really cool you can build a little tiny library like two feet by one foot in size yeah i've actually seen these at like local parks exactly things where you're able to bring like books in Uh uh-huh exactly exactly and you can decorate it however you want and you can put it outside a house maybe next to a park literally anywhere and you can fill it up with books and i'm an agriculture education major so i'm gonna plug egg literacy again (laughs) you can put books that focus on agriculture and literally any book in general in those little libraries and people can come grab a book and put a book back it's pretty cool it is yeah it's like an exchange uh way of you know communicating with those of your community and uh you know it's a lot of these that we just mentioned are also like covid safe so they're not impacting um where you have to be interactive with somebody but uh, you're able to have an impact in in many ways and have an impact in your community uh, through respecting some of our guidelines for COVID and, and these virtual times. So mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think there's so many opportunities outside of what we just mentioned, and uh, there's uh, there's so many cool things you can do within your community. But I think all of the things that we think about in community it, they relate back to one common question. And you know, as as leaders in FFA and uh, members of FFA, we always think of service, and you know that's part of our motto, and, our, mm-hmm. and uh, it's so important to uh, what we as FFA members strive to do, and that's uh, living to serve. So, with that, Elena, I gotta ask, what does community mean to you? Oh, great question, Ben. So, community. I think, you know, I could go in many different directions with this question, but. Uh, the first thing that pops up into my head when someone says community is being together as people, being united under a cross-section of corn, as we just oh, learned, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and really building that bond between people. And this could be within a mile radius, this could be a 100,000 mile radius, you know, anybody mm-hmm. can be in a community and you can be in no- so many different communities, right? Yeah, yep. And I think within our chapters, our chapters, we're a community. 
and we serve our larger community, whether that be our school, you know, the town that we live in, the city, the suburb. It's just so wide and awesome. And one way to really build community is to be together. Ah, mm-hmm. what a great connection. And I think, you know, as far as community service, that's what I always think of when I think of community and making sure that uh, everybody is connected and we're building the like relationships and we're thinking of one another in a community. And you, you mentioned the 100,000 miles. You know, it doesn't matter if you're close or far, especially when we think of these times where we're uh, able to connect virtually uh, and have uh, lots of opportunities to connect and build those relationships in Zoom formats or virtual formats. I think it's so awesome to connect those to different activities we're able to do. And uh, so for our next section, we're going to talk about some activities that we can do during National FFA Week because as we all know, National FFA Week gets pretty heated and uh, we like to stay active mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. that week. So with that, I know you have some ideas for awesome Minnesota FFA to do during National FFA Week. Would you mind sharing? Sure, for sure. So, again, I'm going to go from my... I'm going to do my my favorite activity last. And I I have three of them. So, my first one is an Egg Olympics. So, a lot of schools do this around the state. Um, It's been fairly interesting to see some of the social media posts from not only this year, but other years as well. Um, one, one that uh, sticks out to me is like a bale toss, a horseshoe toss, um, knot tying, all sorts of fun stuff like that, which can be adapted for our COVID reg- regulations. Yeah. And then yeah. you can win some really cool hardware <laughs> if you're really good at the, at the Egg Olympics. Yes. No, and my chapter always did these uh, during National Day Week, and I always enjoyed them doing the different competitions. I think we talked about community. We just talked about community. I think building those connections and relationships with members uh, is something that's so special and creating friendships that last forever. And uh, so one of my favorite activities during National Day Week, I'm going to go the opposite way again. I'm going to go from my first to last. Um, so my first is probably, I gotta say boot hockey and, or broom ball. Uh, boot hockey, it, you probably think of like hockey as on skates, but boot hockey is actually just boots and hockey put together and it makes one awesome combination. What? So anyways, it's, <laughs> it's awesome and, and uh, you're able to get outside, you're able mm-hmm. to be able to distance yourselves from others, but you're also able to have a lot of fun with being in competitions because you know I, I like my fair share of competitions and doing <laughs> things like that so I always enjoy that uh, I know you have you mentioned you have more activities absolutely so my next one something that we do at my high school is a booth at the school lunches with sample foods and mini CDEs so depending on what rules that your school has um, Last year and previously, we've had food samples. So my favorite is the dairy samples with cheese, uh, a whole bunch of different types of cheeses. It's great to walk out of the grocery store with every single type of cheese that they offer. (laughs) And many CDEs like uh, wildlife, fish and wildlife identification. We pull out the furs so everybody can feel. Um, We have- Forestry is a good one. Right. Precisely. Yep. 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 Horse right. judging. 
I didn't think about that one. I've done this for four years and I still have not gotten it right. So credit to you people who were able to identify those parts because, oh boy. Yeah. Some competitions are sometimes hard. They are. They really are. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that's really cool. Ben, I think our really FFA cool. members are amazing. They are actually. This is insane. They're so intelligent. You know, yeah. we just had trouble with doing our trivia and... <laughs> I think of like all those the, all those individuals and members that are able to like just do those on the fly and they just like know them. Yeah. And I'm like, I struggle with that so much, but I think that's so cool and they're they're so intelligent and uh, they're so responsible for all of these things. So moving on to my number two, uh, actually comes back to what we just did, trivia uh-huh. with some good old prizes. And so my school uh, during National FFA, we could always put on a trivia where uh, each day we'd put out a trivia question, kind of like what we just talked about, and we would uh, allow prizes every day, and then we'd have a grand winner at the end of the week. So it was able to get like our whole school involved in National FFA Week, knowing that that week was happening, uh, and then we were able to uh, kind of interact and also provide prizes, because who doesn't like some good old prizes, right? I like prizes. I don't know about <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh, I know. And I see that you have... Uh, I think you like snowboarding or I, skiing. I, skiing. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a, a ski girl. Okay. Um, snowboarding, I've tried it once. <laughs> yeah. It didn't go well. Well, that's good for you because I have never done any of those. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've always wanted to do skiing and snowboarding, but, you know, I got to I gotta give credits to tubing. That's the only one I've ever done. But <laughs> sure. you know what? It's the most fun. I, I personally think I could do it for hours. You know, you just go... But in one continuous loop, but it's always fun. Every single time is exactly. a little bit different. And boy, do you go fast down those hills. <laughs> Holy buckets. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So that's my first, my favorite thing to do during National FFA Week is to go skiing, snowboarding, and tubing with my chapter. And, you know, a lot of our ski areas around Minnesota are open. Um Snow is an issue this year. Some places do not have snow, but good thing for technology because they can make snow nowadays. That is good because yep. we're, we, uh, we're very cold up here, but uh, we uh, are not able to produce the snow that we normally do during this yeah, year. So yeah. it's been quite different. And uh, so my uh, third favorite then, but they're all really cool. Uh, I also think that dress-up days, I know that, oh, yes. I, th- I think you do dress-up days, but I, I do dress-up days uh, for my school, and uh, and our chapter did them, and they were so cool. Uh, we actually had my advisor dress up in his cow onesie one year, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's just awesome to see uh, the whole school participate in that, and having all of our members dress up in different things, you know, pajama day, and uh, your favorite color. Uh, so there's so many opportunities to do within that to get our whole school involved, and uh, I also did we did the skiing and tubing and uh, at the end of the week, and it, that was always the, that was always one of my most fun projects. So you kind of stole that from me, but that's okay. <laughs> so yeah, oh. you know, my advisor also has a cow onesie. Really? Is that like a advisor that, thing? That might be oh, advisors boy. out there. Do you have a cow onesie? And uh, for National FFA Week, if we set it up on the Friday of National FFA Week, could we blow up Minnesota FFA Instagram with a bunch of cow onesies from advisors? I would love to. Okay, you heard that, advisors. If you have a cow onesie, take a picture and send it in to us um, on our email or social media. We have our Instagram at MNFFA. 
And we, would, our, we would love to see them, honestly. Exactly. I mean, this is for we, the moment. We, we, we did not plan this. No, and we, but we love our advisors, so we want oh, to give recognition yeah. to them. So, I mean, and we love cow onesies. So, I mean, put the two together, it's a great combination. So, exactly. Oh, what a great discussion. And there's so many, like, we were talking about the service ideas. You know, there's so many different activities that you're able to do in National FFA Week. And it's so awesome to see our awesome Minnesota FFA members put all of that. Uh, those activities together in each individual chapter you know some of them like come together the chapters come together and they're able to uh, do the snowing and uh, snow tubing and skiing and snowboarding and all kinds of different activities so mm-hmm. you know it, it's awesome how to see how members are able to kind of deal with these times and uh, able to work through them uh, to create different connections among chapters so absolutely so Ben do you have anything else Oh, not as far as National FFA Week, but I'm looking forward to it. I hope you were able to tune into Elena just mentioned Minnesota FFA uh, on Instagram and Facebook because we're going to have some awesome content coming out that week that's going to be really uh, fun. So we hope that uh, you're able to tune into that and see some of the activities we're putting on and uh, are able to join us through them. Uh, we also have my favorite supervised agriculture experiences uh we're having our third session of our symposium uh, i switched it up a little bit we're we're adding one because i i love my essays a lot and i think uh you know the this essay symposium series is so cool so we're holding our third session on march 3rd from 6 to 7 p.m and it's going to be so much fun uh, to talk a little bit more about uh, the supervised agricultural experiences that everyone is able to have and uh, how to grow them even more because we've talked about that so much. So mm-hmm. uh, tune in to you know the Minnesota FFA YouTube if you want to check out the first two sessions. Uh, those are now posted there, so check those out. Uh, I know we have more stuff coming up. Do you want to mention some of that stuff? Absolutely. So we have a fun night with uh, movies and games. Uh, lots of different types of games. If you like Among Us or maybe like a Jeopardy. That family Feud? Family Feud. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh. I love Family Feud. We get, some, we get some good tunes going during Family Feud. Exactly. What a so great time. Tune in on February 21st for those opportunities. And if you want to sign up for those, you can go on our Instagram. In our bio, there is a link to sign up for those opportunities so we can send you a zoom link oh yes what a great opportunity and then you know what one of my favorite conferences while i was an ffa member and uh gotta say egg policy experience oh, a- or yes. otherwise known as apex but it's such a cool opportunity and you know it's going it's going to be virtual program this year but it's so awesome to be able to connect with some of your legislators that represent us so well mm-hmm. and it's you know it's so cool to be able to put some bills forward and see what a community how a community works and obviously connect with other FFA members because who doesn't like to do that, obviously. (laughs) So uh, we also have uh, some Tuesday tips coming out. And uh, so tune into those because we love sharing some little uh, tidbits also. (laughs) Nice transition, Ben. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And we also have some egg tidbit Thursdays that are also out on our Instagram. And then last, we have our community service videos on YouTube. Yeah, so we just talked about our service uh, activities and uh, so some of the ideas that we have during National FFA Week, but we also have, you know, some of those different community service concepts, what we're calling in a lot of our videos. So 
we're hopeful that you're able to tune into some of those. Those are going to be coming out weekly now. So tune into those because those are some awesome things to learn from uh, the state officers and uh, what community service means to us and then also some ways that FFA members can take them uh, away from there. So Heck yeah. Oh yeah. Really cool. Well, we've had some pretty awesome conversation here today we started off you know our awesome trivia which you know is obviously what we talked about then we can do some awesome ideas mm-hmm. in our chapters and we can also have some great community service ideas that mm-hmm. follow some of those covid guidelines that we're able to offer and you know eventually we're gonna we're gonna get through this and we're gonna come out better on the other side right i agree I, i'm looking forward to that so uh, we have all the f- confidence in the world that uh, our awesome FFA members in Minnesota are going to put on some great things in our, each one of our chapters throughout National FFA Week to make it very hot and uh, in these cold times. Absolutely. So with that, uh, we hope that you've uh, been able to say second that with Minnesota FFA. And thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of Second That with Minnesota FFA. And make sure to celebrate good times. Oh, yes. We like this. And you're laughing too. We gonna celebrate and party with you. Come on now. Celebration. Let's celebrate and have a good time. Celebration.